0: guys. Good evening. How's everyone doing? Um, Let me pray. Father, I pray that you will be here today with each person, Father, Lord God, and that's as much as their stories. God, I ask uh, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So um, interesting is two stories there that really uh, it close the home uh jerry was talking about a uh um a car and you know one thing about when you know that you've grown you don't care about the cares or concerns of this world that's why i keep talking to you about politics it shouldn't mean anything to you and talk about that about the car so I don't know if anyone, Sunny knows this, the time when she, first time she actually took the radio show, I was in traffic. And while I was in traffic, I even got into a car accident while I was in traffic. Right, somebody, uh uh bands, totally forgotten. As Jerry was talking about, my son and I are very, very close. I haven't, I didn't even tell him about that, because it's it's nothing. These things they don't mean anything. But anyway, I um the insurance company called me some weeks ago. Now, oh, we're calling, they've been sending me letters from this guy, I gave him my address, oh uh called me and, and said, Um, oh, um, we're trying to uh get a claim for you, uh, get something out. I, I said, I don't, I don't need to file a claim, no it. And you, you you should see the worldliness of this, it's almost like the woman couldn't believe it. I wish I could have been in her office because it's, you don't want to file a claim. Well, uh, uh, you should have seen it. I said, no, I'm fine. They're almost used to someone now, now looking to take advantage of a legitimate claim but you don't want anything kind of thing. No, I don't want any, you should have seen this. And I was just thinking as Jenny was telling me, uh, Jenny was talking, I was just thinking, wow, I didn't even tell my son that there was even an accident. I was just thinking about that. And it just goes to show when you are in God, these things, they don't matter they they really don't matter and then the next story is when so the therapist is now in his own chair so so when sandy was was telling me so this year my biological family it's kind of funny i say my black family because my actual family were white but my biological family had a reunion in Michigan and I, and they were always begging me to go. And I was, am I having a reunion? Well, you you have reunions when you've had something that what, what, what we reunifying. And you know, my son was was gonna go because my, this is why, this is why people know, who know me know that color is nonsense to me. Love has no color, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, um, and you know, my son was my son wanted to go. My cousin was begging me to go. This was just the fourth of July, and I was. And as Sandy was speaking about family, I said, "You know what? Next year, I'm going to go to that reunion. I I am actually going to go. You know, circumstances happen." You know, and when Sandy was talking about um, her son and not wanting him not wanting to cry, I never wanted to do that in front of my bio mother. I reconnected with because I didn't want her to see that she could hurt me. She did hurt me, and I did cry a lot over it, but I understood a lot of that resonated um, with me. I say this, folks. I just say this, be honest with yourself, very honest with yourself about what your issues are. If you get reminders from this session or watching a movie or something, write those things down and explore them, right? We've all got things inside of us and none of us are probably ever going to say, this side of heaven, that we are completely repaired, like like that car, a car accident, right? That we are completely repaired. But is what you should try to do, learn from other people's stories, how it applies to you, what triggers you, right? And explore that, okay? Because being repaired, is a perpetual journey is what i would say it's a perpetual journey okay so um for what that's worth but the message now so john 4 uh chapter 4 verse 7 and i'm on this so this idea of the spirit, right, and one has to ask themselves, right, what what is a a really healthy experience? What is healthy experience? Back to that whole idea uh, of feminology. You know, what is an terminology is just the philosophy of experience, right? You're going to see when I speak about this. So verse 7, there came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink, which was so unusual. So back then, he's a Jewish rabbi. She's a Samaritan they would, the Jews would disparage the Samaritans, there's a long history. So when the Jews were taken by Nebuchadnezzar to Babylon, Daniel and Meshach Shadrach and Abednego, all of that crew, what actually happened was people of different mixed uh uh heritage settled in that land right and so when the jews kind of came out the samaritans were almost looked upon as almost like half breeds by the jews less than right and so and women were looked upon as unclean they had no c- ceremonial laws And so for a rabbi, a teacher, to ask this woman, give me a drink, that was so incredibly radical, right? I mean, it would be almost as radical as the KKK inviting Martin Luther King to their annual cookout during the 60s. That would be radical, right? yeah they, those things didn't mix but i love jesus because everyone is your neighbor right so for his disciples so this so give me a drink verse 8 for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food and if his disciples have been there master what are you doing therefore in fact actually you Jews wouldn't even go through Samaria, they'd go around it because the entire place Samaria was that was considered unclean. Therefore, the Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you being a Jew ask me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman? So it just gave you a little bit of, of history. There's more, but for the sake of time, for Jews I have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it and who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. She said to him, sir, you have you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Then do you get that? Where do you get that living water? You are not greater than our father, Jacob. So they have some uh um jew in there and they consider of course uh jacob to be their father the father of the jews so they're identifying with um with jacob she's identifying with jacob it our father jacob is great it's kind of like the jews the jews would always default to our father abraham they were jacob Israel, the land, and and you who gave us the well and drank of it himself and his sons and his cattle, Jacob, Jesus answered and said to her, everyone who drinks of this, I'm going to unpack this in a minute, of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst, but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life." So here's where I'm gonna tie in the whole idea of phema- phenomenology, phenomenologies. Try saying that quick, phenomenology, phenomenology, <laughs> while whistling Dixie, <laughs> right? Phenomenology. phenomenology, right? So the philosophy of experience. What is he talking about? This living water, right? This living water is the experience in the inner man, right? Every single person here who's been a drinker, and we all know who we are, we drank, right? Because we knew there was something missing. I remember when I started drinking when I was 14, never forget what was playing when I went out. Boogie Wonderland, Earth Wind on Fire. I'll never forget that, really, right? But why? When I got drunk when I was 14, you know what? Hey, this is my living water. No, that was the world's living water it gave me an experience that i thought was great but that experience was a numbing experience right that's what that's not what this living water gives that's not this experience this experience that we are talking about is joy peace and this is what jesus is talking about is this experience on the inside why does the world say I want to be happy. People think money, oh, sex, whatever, power, politics, business, sports, whatever floats your boat, because they're looking for this experience. You know, a lot of people talk about the Holy Spirit without without talking about what you're supposed to experience from the Holy Spirit. It is what you are supposed to experience from the Holy Spirit. You are supposed to experience everything that you believe you are missing in your life, that you are running around for. They asked John D. Rockefeller, what would make you happy, John? Just one more million? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Tom Lee, who is who gaz- was a gazillionaire, this guy's got, had Mark Rothko's and Roy Lichtenstein's on his walls. Those are what? Andy Warhol. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, a billionaire. He went into his living room at the end of February, his billionaire, he's on the, he was the on the uh, uh, board of the Met, the Whitney in New York, so was his wife, went into his living room and blew his brains out and just tried not to get any on his wingtips, really. That's what he did. Why? Because there was something missing. Robin Williams, a comedic genius. He was a comedian, but there was something missing. Really, there was something missing. Mick Jagger is still chasing around after young models. 80 years old, never gonna stop. Something missing. Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, they just had kids. They should be great, great grandfathers. Al Pacino is 83 years old. He's a genius really cinematic genius. So is Robert De Niro. There's something missing. though. No, there is something missing. I'm talking about what you're supposed to get. And what you're supposed to expect from the Holy Spirit is everything that you know is missing in your life. Every single thing that you know, is missing. Because Here is the problem, right? Here is the problem that God has set up. God has put eternity in our hearts. And I'm going to say, thank God that people have explored me with booze of 14. Because you know what? God has set it up that nobody, but nobody can be happy here with things of the world. Eternity is in our heart. Yes. In the garden, guess what? God moved out of man. Yeah, he moved out. Who was it who sang that uh, song? Moving out. Billy Joel. Yeah, God moved out. Right? Where was it? I think it's over. I think Billy Joel was talking about Hackensack, uh, New Jersey, right? Remember that song moving out? I'm moving out, right? God moved out. God moved out, right? And since God moved out, we've tried to move so many things in. And I remember that when I was 14, wow, this is good, but it just numbed me. Clearly it doesn't work. We know that. Why is there an AA? Because clearly there's an AA because so many people have realized Right, that that is not the answer because all it's done is cause them pain. The Holy Spirit is something that gives you fulfillment. You know, you know what? What true? I I don't like that saying happiness because what does that mean? It's too amorphous. It's kind of like the wind. But here's what a better fulfillment. Even when we start talking about joy, right? Let's define it. Here's what I'm gonna say. It's a sense of well-being, right? It's a sense of well-being. On the inside of you, you have this sense that everything is gonna be all right. You're not worried. You have this sense of well-being. You're not waiting for the other shoe to drop. There isn't that pain, right, that we've got from, uh, that we've had from childhood. You have this energy. You don't feel drained. You don't have this sense of dread. You have this peace. It's this great sense of well being. You sleep well, right? You have good affect. You can joke. You can. Love. You can connect with people. It's just this sense of well-being, and here's the other thing: you also know that nothing is missing. Nothing is missing. You don't. You. You don't feel you have to chase this. You have to chase that, or anything. Or everything. Now you have this sense of fulfillment, and so. You're doing things now from a place of fulfillment, not for fulfillment. You're already fulfilled. You're not doing it to become fulfilled because when you do, there's angst in that, right? There is angst. And also, when you do it and that thing doesn't bring about what you think it's supposed to deliver, like the booze, you get more depressed. Who knows that? I hope everybody here knows that alcohol itself is a depressant. Alcohol itself is a depressant. So, really, you may have the so-called happy hour, but you're gonna have a lot of depressed hours, down hours after that, because alcohol itself is a depressant, right? So there is no way, yeah. I guess, make you happy for the hour in a kind of very almost uh, fatalistic kind of way, right? It's almost, for me, it's almost like somebody having a great last meal, right? What good is that, right? It doesn't go anywhere. The fulfillment that I'm talking about, it leads somewhere. It leads to hopefulness. It leads to peace. It leads to, a renewed sense of self right tomorrow is another day it leads to you not carrying tragedies around when sandy was speaking about her herself i was thinking about all the tragedy i carried around regarding my biomatter i don't any any longer that's all gone it leads to a renewed sense of Hopefulness. And I want people to understand this is that life gets better and better. Not from a worldly standpoint. We we discuss that that the outer man is decaying, but the inner man is being renewed day by day, right? So yeah, you'll get depressed if you trust in the outer man, but if you trust in this living water this experience right this 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 actual experience what god is doing and this experience is true fulfillment you are never ever going to get it from the world because nobody was created for worldly fulfillment we were created by a creator and we were to only find fulfillment in him this is how we were created you know toyota does not create products to find fulfillment in apple an apple doesn't create products to find fulfillment in toyota right the creator creates product to find fulfillment in them, Toyota is a creator, it's not the creator, but they create a product. So you imagine the creator, it's impossible, then to try to find fulfillment in sports, politics, love, all of that kind of, you have to find it in the power of the spirit. Now, say moved out, if you're saved, is move back in again, right? And so now, what we gotta do, because it's no good just moving into a place with your stuff, getting your stuff in. Everybody's moved a place you have to unpack, right? You have to unpack after the moves have gone. So let's unpack now, right? So now, this whole idea of fulfillment, gotta have an expectation with God, gotta have an expectation. You know, when it says pray to god you petition god what is the expectation is the expectation fulfillment in every area nothing lacking on the inside hopefulness a sense of well-being peace joy harmony no sense of dread right boldness this Holy Ghost boldness. God expects us to have that by the power of the Spirit. In fact, scripture says that when we are coming to God, we should come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy to help in a time of need. That's Hebrews 4, verse 16, right? So we should come boldly to this throne of grace. Expectation that tomorrow, will be better and if we are taken tomorrow that's a good thing because the creator who created he knows what's best when the creator tries to know what's best things get kind of there's a big paradigm shift right there's a big paradigm shift. Once again, it's like trying to take your Toyota car to Apple for them to fix it, right? Or to try to take your, you imagine taking an iPad to a Toyota dealership. What do you think they would say, right? They would look at you and like, <laughs> what's wrong with you, right? But yeah, exactly, exactly. Can you imagine me wheeling my washing machine into my mechanic? what are you doing right but this is what we are doing in terms of how we are treating ourselves and how we're expecting to get fixed in these in these misaligned areas right this is what we are doing so the expectation from the spirit is for the spirit to give us an experience of fulfillment on the inside right this this feeling of fulfillment and it's not a numbing that's what i got a numb in fact i blacked out when i was 14 i first got drunk really it's a numbing none can say fulfillment what is that and i remember i stayed i ended up staying at my friend's house and i vomited on my clothes on my friend's mother in the washing machine my my best friend so when i went home oh we had a great uh, a, a great night, yeah. homework, the movies, you know, that kind of stuff. And I got out drinking. Yeah, expecting fulfillment. And I said, hey, that's pretty good because I didn't have to feel. No, is what the spirit enables you to do, to feel in a good way. To feel in a good way. And this is that phenomenon phenomena, you're experiencing this gray, gray, gray. The existential philosophers were all about experience. What are you supposed to experience? And all of them, Sartre and Camus, those guys were going to the mirror and didn't know, do I shave this morning or do I cut my throat? Really, it was as radical as that. But when you have this power of the spirit on the inside, not only do you know what you should do, doing it, you have a sense of fulfillment. How many people say, I can't be bothered? You know why you said you can't be bothered to do a certain thing? What's the point? Nothing's going to come of it. And, and And you feel like your energy is sapped all the time you should have this energy this is what you should be expecting to experience every day doesn't matter what problems occur car problems relationship problems it doesn't matter you are still hopeful in this world you'll have trials and tribulations but be of good cheer i've overcome the world how do you experience that through the power of the holy spirit i am telling you what to expect. It doesn't matter if things don't go well. Things don't go well. You know what? I know I'm a guy who tried to commit suicide through the power of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter what happens to you. You know what the Holy Spirit always gives you? Hope. Hope. That's what it gives you you are having this experience you don't lose hope right that's what paul was saying you know we don't lose hope even though the outer man perishes the inner man is being renewed day by day it's this constant experience this is that river of living water It's talking about she's thinking he's talking about a well that's just physical Water, and as he said, hey, listen, you'll thirst again. People don't just go down to the well once, they're constantly going down to the well. But this living water is a one time deal. So, what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you, and we're gonna be praying. I want you guys to be praying also to experience this divine. Thing on the inside of you that you have this joy and peace, and you know, people's wow, isn't your world falling all over, falling down all around you? And you seem to have so much hopefulness because it comes now from the inside and not from the outside. It's the inner man that's being renewed, they by day. No, you don't need to go to happy hour. Really, you don't need to do that. My son with the people he's working with his law firm was telling me a couple of weeks ago, oh, dad, they invited me to happy hour. I, I, I went. Oh, my God, a habit. No, dad, no, no. I just wanted to be a uh, 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 polite is it because and that's it it's actually telling you happy hour it's only for now this is a constant thing really this is a constant thing you know existential philosopher martin heidegger has this saying it was german everything i've read by him he didn't nothing was published in english it was all translated from german and he has this german saying sign, which means being there, being there, meaning that if you are to have a good experience, yet you've got to be there, you've got to be high, you've got to be drunk. That's really what it's saying. Happy hour, you've got to be in that hour. What Jesus is saying to this woman at the well, Jesus is always there you don't have to be anywhere he's always there and you always have this thing coming up so no you do not have to be martin heidegger's one of the most influential philosophy books of the 20th century is called being and time you've got to be there at that time no with this this is timeless that i'm talking about folks this is timeless you do not have to be anywhere you could be in prison like paul was in prison where he was saying rejoice in the lord always again i say rejoice you do not have to put yourself anywhere for what i'm talking about god puts himself inside of you really you know there's some people from the office oh i missed happy hour oh my word i missed happy hour no this is a happy every hour I don't like that term happy, but this is an experience you experience all the time and you guys have got to learn to experience it. You know, this is not as good as it gets for your Christian experience. Oh, my word, it gets so much better. You've had a drop in an ocean, really think about it a drop in an ocean so i'm telling you to expect it to get much better let's do a couple of uh prayer points father lord god give me the grace to experience on the inside everything i am lacking lord god i know that there are cracks father lord god everything I am lacking, Lord. Give me the grace to experience everything I'm lacking in Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, I just thank you. Father, I just praise your holy name. Father, I pray you would give me the grace to experience everything I am lacking, Lord, I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Gonna do the caring call. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna do this message again, very different. This is very, very important because I want this to change. So this is a message, once again, not of mental ascent, but it's a message to, for you to experience. It's existential, meaning it should be a part of your existence. We want you to experience this. You know when scripture tells you, be anxious for nothing. That is not something that you get psyched up. That's something you should actually experience. Need you to understand this, folks. Your Christian experience is going to another level. I'm a very practical guy. If this didn't work on the inside, I wouldn't be preaching it. This is not that Tony Robbins run on the calls. Yeah, give me five. That's just people getting themselves psyched up. Nike, just do it. No, this is the. Creator on the inside of you, who knows exactly what you're lacking, and who knows how to fulfill what he has created. Right? I mean, I you buy a car from a dealership, Toyota dealership. You're not taking it to Cadillac. You're taking it to Toyota because they know how to service it. Right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I'm going to do the caring call, and. um, you know, if we I'll leave it to Sandy, if there's somebody who can say a quick thing, but we're going to continue on this message. But here's a caring call Father, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know you shed your precious blood so that I might be saved. I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior, Lord God, knowing I will be fulfilled, Lord God. Everything I have chased around, Lord God, there has fallen short, that has not met my expectation because it can only my expectation can only be met truly by experiencing your presence on the inside of me in jesus name amen okay